Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today we're going to be talking about the question, why is it so hard to be yourself? But before we jump into that, I do want to invite you over to my Instagram. I'm at Sabrina Joy Perozo. I would love to get a DM from you. I'd love for you to say hi. I'd love for us to become friends online. And if you have any suggestions for, you know, episodes I should talk about, feedback, you know, prayer requests, help with anything, I would love, 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 love to hear from you. And if you prefer to just send a, like, a more old-fashioned email, totally fine. All that information is down in the show notes. And I, again, would love to hear from you, but let's jump into the episode. So again, today I'm going to be talking about the question of why is it so hard to be yourself? So I struggle with being my true self so much, and I don't think this is a shock to anyone that has listened to the show for a while now. Um, it's something that I talk about you know, kind of often that I've mentioned that I struggle with. And if you do follow me on Instagram, you will know that this is something that I admit to often. Um, And, you know, it's actually the reason I have dedicated myself to helping others to be more authentic and vulnerable because I know it will help me for sure, without a shadow of a doubt. And I would love it if any of my knowledge and research and discovery actually helps someone else too, right? That would be like, times 100 bonus for me that if everything that I'm doing not only is benefiting myself, but also it's helping someone else, also demonstrating that you can go from nothing to something um, in, in, in regards to becoming your true self and being more vulnerable and honest and authentic to yourself. It's a goal that I believe that we should all have. And it's not a goal that I feel like we're going to reach like overnight or in a few years. Sometimes it might take our whole lifetime because you know, seasons of life change, we have new struggles and new problems that come along and that will kind of sometimes push us back or have us rediscover like what being authentic is to ourselves in that new season of life with whatever else we're going through. Does that make sense? So anyway, I do struggle with being my true self and I'm just going to be honest with you from the top. You know, today we are talking about why is it so hard to be yourself. I'm not going to have like a list of answers to how to be yourself. Not in this episode, no. And I think a lot of my episodes do contribute to this question, but I don't think I've ever posed this question. And I feel like it's 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 fun. <laughs> it's frustrating, but it's fun. And I want to do more of that, posing these questions of like, why this and why that? And have us really think about it because maybe you haven't taken the time to think about it and you didn't know that you were struggling with it. That is something I love to do here. If you're not new, you know that I love to come up with these things for us to think deeply on and discover whether or not it is something that we are struggling with and we did not even realize it. Kind of opens our eyes and forces us to get to know ourselves even more than we already did, which helps us to be stronger, more mentally stable, uh, understanding of the traumas and the triggers that we that might be affected by. And just to continually become our best self, which is always growing and changing and happening over time. Um, But yeah, I struggle with this. So if you struggle with this, just know that you're not alone because for sure it's not just me and it's not just you. It's someone else as well. You know, it's definitely a lot of us out here asking ourselves, why is it so darn hard to be ourselves? But, you know, I, and I'm sure others, um, have spent so much money so much money um, on books to help me understand how to be myself more um, because I love reading and it really 
encourages me and calms me, but I do find it to be super helpful. You know, and even, and I, you know, even still spend tons of time, you know, in addition to reading books, listening to sermons and podcasts and audiobooks and reading blogs and try my hardest to just freaking understand what I'm supposed to do to be me. Like think about all that effort that we're putting into like trying to figure out who we are, what we're all about, how we're supposed to act, what's supposed to be happening. But isn't it interesting that we need other people's advice? So these people in the sermons, in the podcasts, in the books, all of these things, in the blogs, we need other people's advice to know how to be ourselves. And yeah, I will rope myself into this category because I do give lots of advice on this show. And it's interesting, right, that we are so sought after, seeking after these other people's advice just to figure out who we are, what we're all about. You know, we, for some reason, do not have the capacity to just look inside of ourselves and know who we are. You know, like opening ourselves up and like looking in and peering in. And I imagine us just like looking over. It's kind of like looking into yourself like you're playing the game Operation. <laughs> you know, you can see inside and you're kind of just peering over the edge. Like, what's what the heck's in there? What's going on in there? But again, we think that we don't have the capacity to just look inside ourselves and know who we are. But wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. We do. We sure do. We really do. We do have this capability, yet we don't do it. We were... <laughs> It's funny when I was writing the notes for this episode, because I write like I speak, uh, because it's it's just easier for me, but I feel like it, it's more genuine. You know, I've loved to write. I've loved to write since I was a little girl. That's something I do feel like I do well. I definitely can improve upon it. Everyone can, but I love it, and I write how I speak, and I can write in a more professional, whatever way. But for the show, I like to write how, how I speak in my mind and how I think. And I definitely was like, oh, wait, comma, yes, we do, period. Because it's so true. And if someone is going to read the notes, I want them, I want it to hit them just like that. Oh, wait, yes, we do. We do have that capacity. We do have that capability of being able to just look inside ourselves and be like, what's happening in there? You know? But you know what we actually do? <laughs> I laugh because it's that uncomfortable feeling of understanding that I feel emotionally uncomfortable, like not admitting to the fact that I'm not doing this well. It's just like, it makes me feel awkward. <laughs> it's a normal thing. I was actually reading about it this weekend and something I'll talk about it more um, in the future. But you know, okay, back to what I was saying. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm laughing at myself, just so you know that. But you know what we actually do? We look inside ourselves and think that we, what we see when we look inside is wrong, right? And that by some magic of following someone else's, someone else's advice, we will be able to figure out who we are because of what they say. Isn't that crazy? It's just like, it actually resonates. I didn't think about this before I was to record. It actually resonates with something that my husband's been saying to me a lot lately. I will, (laughs) oh, this is embarrassing. I will regularly within the last like month or so pull up a picture of someone I follow on Instagram that I actually love and admire and respect that doesn't make me feel sad about myself. And you're going to be like, Sabrina, what you just said that, but now what you're about to say, it really doesn't. But I pulled up a gal 
And she's like, you know, mid-size. I think that's what you call it. You know, girls that are like size 12 to 16 or 18, whatever. Anyway, and she and she was wearing this cute little outfit where she's wearing a pair of like jeans and a crop top and then a flannel flannel on top, right? It was a very like fall California style kind of situation going on. And I showed him that and I'm like, look at this girl. Isn't she so cute? I wish I could wear clothes like this. I wish. <laughs> I wish that I could wear clothes like this. I wish, you know, because this girl's doing it and I kind of have the same body type. My husband looks at the picture and he's like, you're smaller than her though. And I'm like, I know, but it just, like, why can she do it and I can't do it? Like, what's going on here? And he's like, the point that I'm getting to you guys, here we go, here's the point. He's always saying to me, I don't, he's like, Sabrina, I don't think that when you look in the mirror, you see what's actually there. I think that you see something else. You see something negative. And I'm just like, no, it's fine. And then like for the longest time, I just brush it off. Like, no, no, no. It's, I know what I see in the mirror. Okay. Clearly I, it's a mirror. (laughs) It's reflecting back. But if you really take the time to think about it and step outside of that protective zone of like, no, I think lots of negative things about myself and actually like change your perspective and open your eyes a little bit and be nice to yourself, you might notice that you too maybe are looking in the mirror and not seeing exactly what's there. You're you're clouding your own vision on purpose because it makes you feel less insecure to like count yourself out of being able to do something brave like that, that you would feel as brave, like showing your midsection a little bit by wearing a crop top and tight jeans, um, but not being like a size, like a really, 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 really small size, single digit size. And it's tough because like, you know, he said it to me this weekend actually. And I was like, am I, am I really looking in this mirror and like pretending to myself and making myself believe it, that I am like bigger and uncapable of wearing these same styles that everyone else is wearing because I have some sort of crazy, um, wackadoodle idea of what I have to look like to participate in these things right? And so rounding it back to what we're actually talking about, sometimes or often, not just sometimes, I do feel like we do try to look inside of ourselves to figure out who we are, what we're all about, and to be ourselves more. But we feel like what we're seeing is wrong or it's not, a, it's not acceptable or it's not what other people want, right? Which is not what we should be basing who we are and what we're all about on, of course, but we do it anyway, because society, like not necessarily society has taught us to, it's just that those are the things and the ideals that we have ingested and told ourselves is true when it's not. And it's hard to break those thought patterns, especially if they are like deeply ingrained in your belief and value system. So it's taking the time to untrain yourself from those thoughts which takes a lot of concentration and focus and dedication to that cause. (laughs) And then continuing to tell yourself that who you are and what you're all about is acceptable and amazing and wonderful and the world needs it. And that's why you were created the way you are because God knew that the world needed you, right? But back to this. Uh, Again, we look inside and think that what we see is wrong. What we see is wrong. Um, 
you know, we are looking at ourselves through these other people's lenses, the information and the advice that we are getting from whomever, even if they're trusted researchers, even if they're great, it's great that people took the time to write books and podcasts and audiobooks and blog posts and posts on social to encourage us to be ourselves and believe this or that and the other and do these exercises. But wouldn't it be a lot easier if we could just like just take the moments every day to look inside ourselves without having to constantly refer back to these ideals, these books? <laughs> you know what I mean? I have nothing I have nothing against resources and knowledge in research. Obviously, that's why I'm providing to you. So it's kind of like I'm saying, you don't have to listen to the show. You can just like, you know, encourage yourself at home. And that's fine. You can. But I think that we do need to be leaning more on what's inside rather than what other people are telling us is inside and not believing it. <laughs> I feel like that's the track that, that some of us are on. We we want to help ourselves. We want to become better. We want to believe in ourselves and love ourselves more and more and more and be our true selves and be authentic and genuine and all these things. But we don't allow ourselves to actually follow through with the work that it takes to do those things. We just like to do all the prep, not the actions. You know, it's like you learn all the things, but then you don't put them into action because it's scary and you don't know what's going to happen. And I think that by accepting the fact that it is scary and you don't know what's going to happen, except for probably being happier with yourself, you don't do it. I don't do it. A lot of us don't do it. It's true. We are looking at ourselves through their lenses, which don't get me wrong. It can be a really great lens, right? That speaks so highly of us and tells us how amazing and awesome we are and that we are stronger than we think and believe and just need to tap into that. Tap into it. Because apparently it's super easy. That's what all these things tell me. It's super easy. Just do it. It's fine. Just let it go. Let it go. And I think that there's going to be a point where it's easier once you do it often as a habit, as you get better at things, as you do things often enough, it does get easier. It does become a habit. It's not as hard, you know, that's with anything, but it's not easy. As we all know, it's just not, it's easier for some, but still a tough task for most because by being yourself, your true self, you're exposing yourself to the world. You are the operation man with every, it just feels like everything is blown open for everyone to see and touch and feel. Exposed to the world, a world that sometimes judges us and hates us and doesn't like us or is willing to accept us. They just aren't willing, right? And these are big reasons to stay hidden and pretend to be what the world wants for sure or be nothing at all. Just a shadow of a person not really doing anything. And those people exist. You know, you just don't know them because they're a shadow. Uh, they're not like a real shadow, but a shadow of, of a person. And that's really sad. And these are, but these are real reasons why that happens. You know, I, for the longest time, I've told you, I am a people pleaser and a perfectionist. And I... It was like my easiest thing to be to be a chameleon and just be who everyone wanted me to be at the time that I needed to, to fit in and to be loved and accepted and to do some of the things that I really wanted to do, but do it on their terms. 
because I didn't know how to do it on my own terms. And that really sucks because I had no one to really teach me that you could do it on your own terms. It might be a little bit harder, but it's, it's, it, it's, it's feels better and it's more fulfilling, but, but yeah, you know, those are big reasons because everyone wants to be loved and accepted, but I'm here to convince you <laughs> that we should still continue the fight. And you know, I'm not here to, I'm not here to convince you that being yourself isn't something you should do. Because that's kind of what it sounded like, right? I've talked about all the things that are hard and sucky about it and just lame. But I do want you to continue to put up the fight. I'm going to continue to put up the fight. We should all do it. You know, and I believe this so much so because right now I'm reading a book called How to Be Yourself by uh, Ellen Hendrickson. Uh, Because I long to be my true self. I really do. It's been something that I've wanted for probably the last decade. And I just didn't know how to get there and slowly figuring it out for sure. Um, but I needed to call it the fact that it's really, really hard, especially if you have spent a good portion of your life like me and many of us pretending to be someone else, as I just talked about. So it's really hard. And I want you to know that it's really hard. And I want you to know it's okay that it's really hard because usually the cliche thing that people say, which is unfortunately true, is that the hardest things are the things that are are most fulfilling and work the most. Sorry, I just knocked into something on my desk. They're worth the most. They're meaningful. They change your life for the better. It's going to be really, really hard, but really, really fantastic and life-changing and makes you stronger and happier and better. So we got to keep going. We can't give up. We have to know that it's going to be hard, but being ourselves is, is truly important. And unfortunately, as I bring this episode to a close, I don't have any real answers to offer you today on how to be yourself. As I already noted at the top of the episode, just so people wouldn't listen through and be like, oh, I thought I was going to get a bunch of tips. Not today. (laughs) There are definitely a lot of episodes that I've done in the past that will help you get onto that road, which have helped me get onto that road. And I'm still reading books and listening to podcasts and all doing all of these things because I want to have as much knowledge as possible to pass on to you guys and to myself, as I already talked about in the beginning. Um, and but I don't and I and I feel like, as I said, it's gonna be something that continues on through our whole entire lives as things change, but it'll become more easier and easier and less hard to be ourselves more and more, but we will change as people and becoming ourselves will continue to happen because we will need to adapt to those new seasons of life. But again, I don't have any like real deep list of answers. I'm still trying to figure it out as you know, but I do have one piece of advice to leave for you that will help. I promise. So the advice is to start with being true to yourself with one thing every single day. You have to do it every day because then it becomes a habit and then it becomes easier and then it's more ingrained in your life. So starting with being true to yourself with one thing every single day, this means that if you have pretended to not like something, so let's say that all your life you're like, Oh, I don't like classical music because everyone that you've spent time with doesn't like classical music and 
they have made fun of people that don't like classical music, but you really secretly love classical music. Okay, great. But if you pretended to not like something, even though you really do like something, like classical music, just admit it. And I know this sounds really small and trivial, but it's where it's when you start with the small and trivial things and build upon that, that's where the strength comes from. So if you like classical music or whatever it is, just admit it. Then keep building on this with what you like to do, how you want to live your life, and so on. Because at least it's a start. At least it's a start of like, okay, I'm going to admit that I really love classical music and I'm going to stand behind that because it's really important to me. And then the next time, I'm going to stand behind the fact that I really don't like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Just to know I really like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's just, I'm just using it as an example. I love them. On gluten-free bread though. But yeah, if you don't like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, just stand behind that. And if you don't want to get married, stand behind that. Okay? Or maybe you do and you just don't want to have kids. (laughs) That's fine. But it's a start. And it's a start because you're just doing one little thing every every time. Every day. If you can't start with every day, start with every week and then build on that. But every 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 time, something small, something that you can easily just be like, okay, I'm just gonna stand behind this one thing and it won't seem like so much. And the next time it's another thing. It doesn't seem like so much, and this continues to build and build and build because you've been spending so much of this time just accepting those things about you and letting the world know and not letting it bother you if someone else is like, oh, I really like peanut butter and jelly, and you're like, that's cool, I don't. Then it feels more freeing. It really does. Because there's definitely some things in my life that I have pushed through, and I'm like, this is what I like to do. Even though you don't, even though I pretended for years that I did, I'm sorry. And now I do. And... It's so freeing. So I just encourage you because if you do one little thing every single day to be true to yourself and what you believe and who you are, it's a great start that will continue to build and flourish into really revealing your true self to everyone. So, well, that's it, you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, with me, Sabrina. I appreciate you listening, downloading, sharing the show. It's amazing. You're making my dreams come true by allowing me to get my message out there to help as many people as possible as I can. So thank you so much for listening. Again, check the show notes below for my email address or where you can find me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo. I'd love to hear from you. Any prayer requests, any feedback, any suggestions, just to say hi, let's be friends. I would love it. But until next time, have a good one and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.